we are actually going to be having a prayer meeting this morning. However, I'm going to begin with uh, a devotion, maybe 10 minutes or so. And then if you've received one of the pieces of paper, uh, what I'm going to do is um, we'll, we'll go through that list of specifically praying for wisdom in several areas. So um, if you're comfortable praying out loud, I invite you to pray. Um, if you're comfortable praying with the microphone, um, that way others who are listening can hear. Um, maybe we can have a couple mics to pass around. If you would rather just pray without the mic, that's okay too. That may give people um, listening time to pray. I encourage you, if you're listening, please please be praying with us. But um, it's so important that we, we come together as a body of Christ and ask for wisdom, as Scripture tells us to. Um, so that's what we're doing this morning. I hope you don't mind. Sorry for the short notice on this, but I do have a, a short devotion and if you're in the foyer, feel free to let people in, even as we're praying. Um, they can join us as people show up, maybe late a little bit. But thank you for being here, and thank you for, uh, for praying with us, whether you knew you were going to be here and doing that or not. Um, uh, I appreciate it. So if you remember when I, I taught on prayer a few months ago, I, um, the corporate section, I, was, I talked about this little book by Dennis Gunderson, who's a friend and just a, he's a, a a great man of God, a pastor up in, in uh, Oklahoma, and he wrote this book on, on corporate prayer. And so I'm, I'm thankful to be able to share. It's, it's got half the book is, um, is just discussion on corporate prayer and having corporate prayer, and, and then the other half is a, a short, these short devotionals, um, which uh, are, are used to kind of get our, our minds focused on prayer and um, so that I'm going to go through this first one, which is on praying for wisdom, and um, and then we'll we'll begin praying. So I hope everybody is looking forward to that. Uh, this devotion begins with um, Proverbs chapter eight, verses one to seventeen. So I'm going to read that to begin with. Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding? Put forth her voice. She standeth in the top of high places, by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye on an understanding heart, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing froward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all, thing, all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge of witty inventions. There, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom 
I am understanding, I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me. Proverbs chapter 8, 1 through 17. So the title of this devotional is, is Seeking Wisdom. He says, here is a passage which may not seem at first glance to have anything to, to teach us about the topic of praying together. However, by the time we reach verse 17, something arises that is unquestionably worth praying about. I love those who love me and those that seek me diligently find me. Who is speaking and what is being offered? Well, in this unique chapter of Proverbs, this unique chapter of Proverbs personifies wisdom as a woman speaking to us, calling out with an offer, I will come to you if you love me. I will be there for you if you really want me. Verses 1 to 7, wisdom is available. The keynote of these first seven verses is that wisdom calls to you, stands ready for us, reaches out to us, and appeals to us to listen and learn as she speaks aloud. She says, I am not hard to find. People too commonly complain that they cannot tell what God wants. They cannot find his will as if it's somehow lost, that they face dilemmas in which they cannot know the right thing to do. But this is far more rarely the case than we suppose. Wisdom is available to those who want it and will seek it. This passage is a parallel to James 1.5 in making that promise. Wisdom can be found by those who seek it. Verses 8 to 13, wisdom is better. Many people spend their whole lives seeking other things more than wisdom. But wisdom is superior to them all for many reasons. It's not corrupt at all. It's purely righteous. It's more valuable than wealth in any form. Frankly, whatever else it is that you seek to enrich yourself with, wisdom is better. Before you casually agree with, that, with the fact that so much of the world acts like this, you would be wise to ask yourself, are there ways in which I am doing that? Everything else that you desire is of no comparison to obtaining wisdom. Why is that? Because you need guidance to walk righteously in life far more than you need any of those other things. Finally, in verses 14 to 17, wisdom is adequate. It is sufficient. If you have wisdom, you will have all the bases covered. Everything you need is supplied when you, obtain, when you obtain wisdom. It provides you with prudence, knowledge, discretion, freedom from evil, counsel, insight, and strength. Wisdom is enough for men who need it for much larger matters than you or I will ever face, such as kings, rulers, princes, and nobles of vast domains. Verse 15, they have decisions of enormous magnitude to make, that affect many persons. In this case, of course, the writer speaks of those who govern with a desire to be just. Adequate wisdom can be found for them, and when they find it, it will be adequate for their needs. But how does one acquire this wisdom? How do we access it? Our passage puts it simply for us. 
It's found by those who seek it and love it. In verse 17, I love those who love me and those that seek me diligently find me. One thing that this passage makes clear is that in genuine bona fide seeking, there is an element of loving. We only, we only truly seek that with what our hearts have a strong desire for. Now, is this first phrase, I love those who love me, saying something different from 1 John 4.19, which stresses that we love because he first loved us? No, there is no real conflict in these themes. The proverb is merely offering this counsel to all. Friend, if you cherish wisdom in your life's paths, you will enjoy the sweet fruits of her companionship. It's a chapter which is personifying this invaluable commodity of wisdom as a dearly beloved one that you keep near to your heart as you treat one who is beloved to you. And one cannot seriously talk of seeking wisdom without an understanding that this means prayer. There is no seeking of wisdom without personally seeking the Lord's face. We have already alluded to, to James 1.5, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously without reproach and it will be given to him. To ask for wisdom is to ask it from God, counting on his generosity, his giving nature, his willingness to be found. It's available because he is accessible and because he is pleased to give it. How do you know you're asking and how do you know you're seeking and not just asking? There's a difference. Here are some characteristics of truly seeking wisdom. You love it. Seeking it with passionate affection. It's those who love me, verse 17, who obtain it. Also, you diligently seek it. It's not, not in a casual, half-hearted way. And thirdly, you seek it without being double-minded as James talks about. So did, did we just come to have a prayer meeting to go about business as usual and praying? Maybe not even praying seriously enough to call it business at all, just a meeting? Are we here merely for friendship time with our church family? Or did we come to seek God with genuine love for Him and for the feast to which He welcomes us, seeking Him with fervency, and without double-mindedness, are we ready to seek wisdom today? Because you do need wisdom for, and he gives a list here, uh, witnessing, handling a stressful job, raising your children, loving your spouse, counseling others, putting sin to death, planning your day, your week, and your life's priorities. Our list could go on and on why you even need wisdom to know how to pray. So, uh, with that, I hope that kind of gets your mind ready to, to be praying for wisdom. And that's what we're going to be doing. I've given you these sheets. Hopefully everybody has one. And I, I basically took that list he had there at the end of the devotion and uh, reworded it a little bit, but listed it out with the space for notes. So as things come to your mind, jot, jot down things to pray for. And you can also just take these home and throughout the week, um, be seeking the Lord and praying for wisdom. So, what I'll do is I'll, I'll begin with this first section, pray for our elders of the church, of our church body to have wisdom and lead and serve our church. Um, 
So I'm praying for our elders, it's praying for all those who minister and serve the church is, is what I'm saying there. So I'll, I'll begin praying. And um, then as the Lord uh, leads you, you can pray as well. Again, we have mics if you'd like to pray with the mics for those who are listening. Um, and we'll just go through these sections. I don't know if we'll, we'll maybe spend five to 10 minutes on each section. Um, and uh, if we don't get to them all, that's okay. You can take it home and be praying for these things on your own as well. But thank you for coming and thank you for praying with us. And um, I'm just excited to be asking the Lord's wisdom because we all need it. Our church needs it. And uh, so thank you. Um, Dick, I'm just going to give you this microphone and, um, and then you can pass it around. I'll, I'll begin and then, um, and then you can pray and pass it around. So pray for our elders. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, that you give wisdom. You give it generously to those who seek you and to those who ask. And Lord, we ask for wisdom on behalf of our elders, Lord. Um, God, I thank you for the elders you've given us, for Pastor Hovey and for Dan. Thank you for their faithfulness to this church, Lord. Um, your word says that the elder is worth double honor, and we just thank you, Lord, for those you have given us to shepherd this, this particular flock, which you have brought together. And uh, Lord, we pray you would bless them. We pray you would give them wisdom and discerning hearts, Lord, that they would um, they would be sensitive to your spirit to know exactly what uh, how you would have them lead, Lord. I pray for Pastor Hovey that you would just bless him with spiritual insight as to, to how to preach um, to this particular body of Christ, to meet our spiritual needs, Lord, to shepherd us and guide us. And I pray for Dan as he leads as well with, with the wisdom you have given him. And, um, and he counsels with Pastor Hovey, and they seek to lead this congregation together as elders, Lord. We just thank you for them and ask that you bless them. We pray for all those who minister, Lord. I pray for, for Aaron as he leads us in worship and in song and just the uplifting of our, our hearts and voices to you, that you would bless him. And as he teaches and preaches as well, God, that you would just use him for your glory, Lord, to give us a better understanding of who you are and your character, that we may know you better. And God, I pray for all those teaching um, Mr. Schlout and with the little ones and Mr. and Mrs. Hewlin with those, uh, that, um, the, young, the young married couples, Lord, um, for the young ladies and just all those that are teaching, God, just give them spiritual insight and wisdom to lead from the youngest to the oldest to all the specific needs that they have. Lord, give them wisdom. And everyone else that serves here in so many, so many ways, Lord, the the men in the, in the back of the church working the audio and visual, um, those that clean, those that serve in so many ways that we don't even see happening, but they provide a great service using the gifts that you have given them to bless this body. Um, Lord, just use them, guide them, give them insight in so many ways. So even and Mr. Fields and all those serving um, as ushers and, and protecting us, Lord, bless them, give them keen insight and wisdom Help them to be observant to the situations that they have to deal with. God, we love you. We thank you, Lord, that you do give us wisdom generously. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for our elders and 
our pastor. Lord, we just um, are praise you, Father, for allowing these to come and be part of our uh, leadership. And so, Lord, we just uh, pray for them. Father, diligently seek you. And, um, and Father, just uh, pray for them for special wisdom, special anointing, Father, for wisdom. And just uh, help them, Father, to lead your flock, your body, here at North Belt. And um, we just praise you and thank you for that. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, which guides our hearts and minds. And Father, as we um, listen to your word uh, today and, and every day that we break into your word, Father, I, I just uh, thank you for these ones that, that you've blessed us with. And um, I read, uh, Valerie actually read for me the uh, a verse this morning that I thought we would pray for our nation. And um, back in 2 Chronicles chapter 14 um, and 15, it talks about Asa the king, and he was surrounded by a million men and he had only 600,000, and he prayed this prayer, Second um, Chronicles 14:11. And Asa cried unto the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help, whether be many, whether with many or with, with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art God, let not man prevail against thee. I pray this for our country, and Lord, um, I just pray, Father, for you, Father, to be involved. It's um, to um, turn our country around and that we might all come to know you, Father, in a special way that they might know you also, Lord. We just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, and I, I did also want to mention just that if the Lord just puts something else other than what I've listed here to pray for, feel free to pray. And, um, uh, you know, there's a beauty in coming together as the body of Christ, praying together. And we're not praying for show as the, as the Pharisees did, but there is a mutual edification when we hear the prayers of other saints that our spirit agrees with, right? We agree with one another in seeking the Lord. And... Um, so it's a blessing to hear hear you pray. Well, during this time of uh, uh, recessions and inflation and so forth. I'd like to pray on wisdom and handling of our financial provisions and our jobs. So let's go in prayer. Lord, I pray that uh, through every situation in our life, you, you bring us through in a sense to seek you for guidance. And for this, this time, Lord, for provisions for the family and uh, stress at the job that uh, we can be a, a witness by having peace in you. I ask you, Lord, for wisdom for all of us that through this situation you can help us to 
understand where you want us to be in life and how we want to manage what you've given us during this time of provision. And that uh, during our work situations that you give us to the right understanding how to respond to uh, situations in life to provide uh, a good product or a service to whoever we are working for. That uh, through this, Lord, that we weren't, we're not stressed, but we just seek you for uh, guidance and for directions on how to handle every situation. And also for the provisions of uh, in implementing the skills that you've given us to to provide that service for whoever we may be serving, that uh, we can be a benefit to them, that we can be a witness to people who we serve by uh, how we work and how we seek you to solve issues in life. I pray for the provisions, those who, uh, who lack work, Lord, lack work also, Lord, uh, the provisions, the skills they need to uh, provide for their family, provide for themselves, and help provide for our neighbors and our friends here at church and uh, fellow believers that uh, they are uh, stressful times, but times that we can reflect of what you have given us in the past and blessed us with. So I pray, Lord, that you just help us to daily Start out in the morning seeking you, seeking how we can serve you by serving those who we work for and those who we uh, minister to. In Christ's name I pray. Any other prayers for church elders, church body? Let's move on to praying for wisdom and witnessing and um, how we may be a better witness to those around us. We've had opportunities to use the church um, in such a, a blessed way. Let us, let us move on to praying for wisdom and witnessing. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this, uh, this great commission which you have given us, Lord, to share the gospel, to go out and preach the gospel into all the world. And God, I just pray that you would use us, that you would uh, create a fervor within, uh, within all of us that, that attend here to um, just have that desire to see others come to know you. Lord, I thank you for just the mission work that the Cepedas have been able to do and just the blessing it is to see and hear these stories of many coming to know you and, and the other missionary opportunities um, that Aaron has led, Lord, and with all the, the Bible clubs and things, God, it's such a blessing to hear of people coming to know you. And God, but I pray that all of us would have that desire, um, that we would use even the, the tracks that uh, Mr. Bogner has provided for us, and, and we would just have a heart for those that are lost, Lord, that their eternity is um, in hell without you. And I pray, God, that we would, um, that would just convict us, Lord, that we would want to see others, we don't, that we would not want to see others lost in such a way, but they would want to know you 
and you would just give us opportunity to share boldly um, that great truth that Jesus Christ died for us, that we may be saved. Lord, help us to be bold in our witness, um, to have discernment, to know the right opportunities, and um, to just be uh, sharing that good news of the hope we can have in Christ. And I just thank you, Lord, for this church and, and all those that, that do have a heart for, um, for witnessing and sharing the gospel. And I just pray that all of us would have that heart for you because of what you have done for us, Lord. And I pray this in Christ's name. To praying for wisdom and witnessing, if, if y'all would pray. Heavenly Father, we just, um, everyone needs you so much, Lord. And uh, Father, you've given us the command to go out and reach all these different ones. And so we just pray that your Holy Spirit would prick us, Father, in our hearts to share the truth and give people hope, Father. They're out there without hope and, and uh, you know, we're saved, so we're comfortable with that. And Lord, we, um, we know that others aren't and they, and they have no hope and they, they try every different things possible to, to get hope and to, to get happiness for a moment. But Lord, we, um, we just ask you, Father, and for wisdom and knowing what to do and how, how to witness and and how to share your word, and then just allow your Holy Spirit to prick us, prick us in our hearts, Father, when there's someone we need to witness to. And, and so, Lord, we just pray for, for the wisdom to know um, exactly when to witness, and, and uh, we just um, um, love you, Lord, and we just need you so much in this area. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Dear Lord, I just pray that you will help us to have courage in witnessing um, and just help us have wisdom in knowing what to say and just trust you for that wisdom. Um, and I pray that you'll help us to share with compassion um, and remember that we'd all be in the same boat apart from you, Lord, and that it's nothing we did. Um, it's just what you did uh, to save us, Lord, and just pray that you'll help us to share in love with those that are <clears throat> unsaved. Um, just help us be courageous and get out there and do it. And I pray that you'll also help us to be diligent in studying and learning and knowing the most effective way we can be to, um, to be able to engage with those lost unbelievers. Any others want to pray for wisdom? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, oh, I just acknowledge, Lord, a, a need far more of a passion far um, and a burden, Lord, for the lost. 
Lord, I just pray that you would help, um, Lord, remove the complacency from our hearts and, um, Lord, the hardness that is so often there that makes us see the world going on around us and us just getting so busy <coughs> and focused on our own projects and um, things we've got going on and um, just not stopping. Lord, to talk to those even in the store, those in town, or those that pass around us. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us to be um, constantly aware that, um, Lord, eternity is so long without you. And Lord, I just pray that you would put a burden in our hearts. And Lord, just, um, Lord, such a passion and a love for you, Lord, that it will burn in our hearts to want to share you with others. Lord, I just pray that you would, um, Lord, bless our missionaries, Lord, who are on the field even today sharing the gospel, pray specifically for Brother Bottom. Lord, um, yesterday he just expressed a need for um, folks to come along and cite him and help here in Harris County and Fort Bend. Lord, I just pray that you would raise up workers. I know recent government changes have made it more difficult to get helpers. And Lord, I just pray that you'd raise up people that can be a blessing to him. And Lord, that can be a witness to him <clears throat> along beside him in the prisons. And Lord, I just pray there would be a great harvest of souls there. And Lord, as those men are in prison for crimes they've done, Lord, that you would help them to recognize their need for you. And Lord, that there would just be a great revival there in the prisons. Bless Brother Bottom and his wife with wisdom and strength and um, Lord, to just be a strong witness for you. Lord, just pray again that you would bless each one of us to have hearts that are yielded to you and hearts that are on fire for you with a strong desire to see others come to know you as their Savior. In Christ's name we pray. Any others wish to pray for wisdom in witnessing? Lord, we thank you for this day and Lord, we thank you that um, that you saw fit to include us in your project, Amen. the project of bringing more children into your family. And Lord, it's a big job. I know for myself, sometimes I look around and It's, it's, a big, it's a big job. Sometimes I feel really inadequate. But Lord, one the things I take one of the things that brings me comfort is to know that this is not a job that I thought of myself. This is your idea. Amen. You're the one who wants to see these people saved. You're the one who wants to see them saved more than I do. So, Lord, I know 
that I'm not alone. That you want to see this thing succeed more than I do. So Lord, we just pray for your guidance as we reach out to the lost around us. Pray for your wisdom. Pray for the guidance of your Holy Spirit. Pray that you would fill us like you filled the apostles in the book of Acts so that they went out and spoke with power. Amen. We pray for opportunities as Paul prayed for. Pray that you would give us open doors. And Lord, also just remind us too that for whatever reason, you put us in charge of this um, this effort. I mean, obviously it's your effort. You're the one who wants to see people saved, but if we don't tell people, it's not like you're going to do it. You have committed to us the ministry of reconciliation. And to the degree that we open our mouths and speak or keep them shut, that's to a great deal the um, the success or the failure, the degree to which your kingdom advances depends on us. And so, Lord, we just pray that we would take that seriously, that, um, that we would do what we can. And, Lord, we just pray, too, that that you would um, give us wisdom, give us boldness. Lord, I know that um, certain facets of evangelism don't necessarily come easy to everyone. And um, I just pray that we would all use the gifts that you've given us, develop the gifts that maybe we don't naturally have. Um, and also, Lord, just I know there's different ways to evangelize, and sometimes I think we can get stuck on one method of evangelism, and uh, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to see other ways of reaching people, that um, we would, would help us to get creative and, and to maybe be willing to think outside the box if that's what, what it takes to be willing to do all things um, or as Paul said he became all things to all men that he might by all means save some and Lord sometimes <laughs> we've got to do do things differently to save people and Lord just pray that you'd help us to, to be flexible and to be willing to do what it takes to accomplish the job that you've given us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brothers. Let's move on to uh, praying for wisdom in raising children. And if you don't have children, you can pray for those that do. Or you can pray for your own parents. Um, but pray for, for us as a body of Christ as we seek to raise all these beautiful children that have been born to the families here. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you 
for all the children we have here, all the beautiful babies and young ones, Lord. Um, they are truly a gift from you, a heritage from the Lord. And I just thank you for blessing us with all these children, God. And, they, and it is our responsibility to share that good news as we've been pray, praying for wisdom and sharing the gospel. I pray that uh, we would have wisdom as to how to reach the hearts of our own children. And I pray for all the parents here, Lord, that we would have insight and wisdom, that we would recognize the bent and the nature of each of our children as they're all created differently, Lord. You have uniquely gifted everyone um, to be a blessing to the body of Christ, to serve the body of Christ, and every child is, is different. And it's, so, it's such a joy just even among my own children seeing how you have made them all so different. Um, and I pray, God, that you would help us to, to have understanding of how to reach their hearts and to hold their hearts, Lord, and to share the gospel in a way that um, is effective and penetrates their hearts, God. And we would be sensitive to your Spirit's leading and teaching and training them. And I just pray for all those who, who work with children, Lord, here at this church, from the nursery um, to, uh, to those taking older ones on mission trips, Lord, I pray, God, that we would know the best ways to, uh, to reach their hearts, that we would also know the best ways to discipline and to effectively um, drive foolishness from children as foolishness is bound up in the heart of children. And you see that from a very young age, Lord. And I just pray, God, that we would know how it's best to, to train and discipline our children. But I thank you, Lord. I pray just that we would have that wisdom and discernment to raise up the next generation for your glory, that they may be bold in sharing the gospel. And um, we just thank you and we ask this in Jesus' name. Father, it is such a privilege to watch the next generation Amen. Um, that needs to come to you, that needs to know you and to love you. We just pray, Father, for all of our congregation and, you know, specifically, I think of grandparents and parents and uh, even and especially those in our church body to pray, Father, that these young ones would receive you as their Savior at an early age, and that, um, and then to pray biblically for those that have come and received you, Father, for their future, that they would remain faithful to you throughout their lives, that they would, they would be fruitful for your kingdom. Um, Father, we just seek you for all the um, scriptures that would benefit our prayers for this next generation. And we pray as we have opportunity to speak, that we would also be able to speak to the next generation words about you.
Heavenly Father, I thank you that we can come to your holy throne. And Lord, uh, it's not because we're so good, but it is because you are and you love us, even as we are. We thank you for this privilege. Let us never take it for granted. Lord, we lift up our older children. Some have children that have children. I ask that you'd help us to, uh, parents, grandparents, that we would know how to direct them to the Lord, speaking the truth in love, and trusting you. Lord, times it's harder to trust you for the direction of our married children and their children than it is when we were raising them. So, Father, I just cry out to you for the wisdom, the discernment, the sound judgment. Lord, the resisting Satan, rejecting the world and bringing our flesh and our thoughts under your control. We're asking this for ourselves as well as our children and our children's children. And Lord, that we would trust you. Help each grandchild to seek your face. And Lord, that they too can encourage their parents in seeking your face. Lord, I ask for future generations that they would stay true and faithful to you unblemished by the world, not being conformed to the world, not being driven by Satan, especially by fear. That's not from you. So we're asking, Lord, uh, that you would help us all to draw close to you. Because only in doing that will we end up with your power. Will they end up with your power? to live lives that honor and glorify you, that allow them to share Christ, not just with the lost, but especially with the lost. But Father, pointing other believers to you as well, that they would be steadfast or the onslaught of the world of, of Satan, the perversion of thought, truly a time of non-reason and insanity, help them to be found faithful. Lord, knowing what to answer, knowing when to answer, when not to answer. I ask for great strength, great wisdom, your power, in their lives as they walk with you. You say that you'll draw near to us if we draw near to you, and we're asking that. We're asking that for ourselves, for our children, our grandchildren. Lord, that they will, all will keep their eyes on what you say to them from your word, and to be doers of your word, not hearers only deceiving themselves. Help them to be faithful in Jesus Christ's precious name. Amen. Amen. 
And with the few minutes we have left, we'll move on to this fourth section of praying for wisdom and loving our spouses. And we can pray for those unmarried that they may find spouses. We used to do that a lot, didn't we, Mr. Fields? But um, praying for future spouses and just the marriages. And I'll, I'll begin there again. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Thank you for my wife, Lord, just uh, such a blessing to me. I just thank you, Lord, for all those marriages in this in this church. God, I pray that you would give us wisdom out how to love our wives, wives love their husbands better. Lord, that um, that our love for, for one another would be rooted in your love for us, God. As your word says, we love because you first loved us. And um, that is how we can, we can love our spouses. God, just help us to, uh, to know them, to know them better, to, to seek to know them better. Lord, even whether we've been married a year, five, 10, 20, 50 years, God, may we continue to have wisdom to understand our spouses better, to love them better, and, um, and to glorify you through that marriage, Lord, as, as marriage is the one analogy you have given in your, your word to represent the relationship between you, Lord Jesus, and the body. And I just pray, God, that um, we would take that seriously and we would even use that as a means of witnessing to others, Lord, as the world sees a godly marriage. Lord, they would want to know where that comes from. And that comes from you, God, and that we would be able to share the gospel through our marriages. And I pray, Lord, for those single people, Lord, who are seeking and desiring to be married, I pray that you would provide wives and husbands. And God, that you would, uh, you would orchestrate the events, um, that you would be glorified, Lord. As that, is, that is one of the purposes of marriages, is to glorify you. And I pray, God, that you would... Uh, Give the, the young people here, um, the unmarried, Lord, just a, uh, a heart to glorify you. And they would wait on you, Lord, to provide that spouse. But I thank you, Lord, for the marriages here. And I just pray you would make them strong as the enemy seeks to destroy and pervert the gift of marriage. And I pray that we would stand firm in your word against that onslaught of evil that is out there, and you would be glorified. I pray this in Christ's name. It is time to end, so um, let me just say one final closing prayer, but thank you so much for joining us. It is such a a joy to hear the prayers of the saints and uh, does my heart good. And I just am thankful that we can come together and do this this morning. But let's just uh, lift up the rest of the day. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity to come and seek your face, Lord, to seek wisdom. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless this day. Um, bless all the churches that are gathered in your name. God, that you would be glorified, that truth would be taught and that we would know you better. Bless us and watch over us. And I ask this in Jesus' name for your glory. Amen.